Fierce Athlete Podcast. We are female athletes being raw and real about the joys and struggles of life, both on and off the field. We share how faith can both heal our wounds and reveal true beauty. Welcome everyone to season three of the Fierce Athlete Podcast, the You Are More Than series. I'm Sam Kelly, and I am joined by my former college rival, but now good friend, Brittany Bach. This season, we'll be diving into the things in life and sport that we often define ourselves by. We'll pull from our own experiences of the lies and insecurities that we believe about ourselves and what holds us back as athletes. We'll leave you with practicals and how to share this with those around you. Together, we're gonna learn the truth of who we are. Because you are more than your performance, your body, what the athlete culture says about you, others' opinions. You are amazing. You are a daughter of God. You are fierce. You are more than your view of your body. Guys, welcome back. We're so excited you're joining us again. And we are going to dive into the topic of how we view our body, the lies and insecurities that we feel and the lies we tell ourselves. And we want to speak truth into them. Yeah, this is a tough one, right? Because, I mean, what do we use when we play sports? Our bodies, you know? And um, I think we're all across the spectrum on how we view our bodies, how we critique them, you know, whether we see them as as good or beautiful or ugly, um, we're really all over. And I mean, yeah, I think back to like when I was kind of in my prime, you know, as a college soccer player, um, I had so much body shape, you know, I'm, I'm six feet tall. Uh, you can't tell because I'm obviously sitting down or if you're listening, but yeah, I'm six feet tall and I have like these massive soccer thighs, uh, from playing soccer for so many years. I mean, our bodies, like literally you could look at somebody and be like soccer player just by their, <laughs> just by their quads, um, or swimmer by their shoulders. Now I row. So I have these like massive rowing shoulders, um, which I now love, but, but back then I, you know, I like, yeah, I just thought I looked too masculine or too muscular and I didn't get enough attention from guys. And I remember a teammate saying to me one time, like, well, I don't lift during the off season. Like we get too bulky. And like, I was as rail going into college. Like I was so skinny. And then all of a sudden I start lifting and I just get these like muscles and she's like, Oh no, no, no. I don't lift in the off season. So I can lean back down. And so what did I do? I stopped lifting my first two years in the off season, which was a huge mistake. Cause when I started doing that, I performed so much better, but yeah, it just was like this, this lie I was believing that, um, my muscular body wasn't beautiful and didn't make me feminine like other women. Mm. See <laughs> all sides of the spectrum. I loved being muscular. <laughs> like I, I wanted to be, I loved my strong legs and I loved being strong and my family will make fun of me. I used to like go and like flex and be like, mom, feel my muscles. Like, <laughs> but like feel how strong awesome. I punch me in the stomach. I mean, my sister will still like punch me in the stomach um, because I just, I loved being strong and yeah. I took, I didn't have anything like I didn't see it as like, Oh, cause I'm like, I'm a tomboy. Like I like being that. Um, but I love to show off my muscles. And I think 
and and we can go like up and down and, and, and sure. across the spectrum. Um, but I do think that being like where you didn't lift in the off season, maybe I did too much in a sense, or didn't, and we can talk about this another episode about recovery, but I, I kept pushing it. And I think for my sport, yes, we need to be explosive and powerful in Mm -hmm. soccer, but we also need to have this, this functional movement and fluidity to the way that we play. And so you can take it too extreme to not do enough because you're like, Ooh, I want to look this certain way or do too much. And I think Mm -hmm. another thing in uh, the, the year, the pro league folded, um, Mm -hmm. I was out in Colorado training and I was doing, I was boxing six days a week, uh, loving it. I mean, Dang. obsessed with it. I was playing soccer on a semi-pro team until I went overseas, but I started doing too much. And I got, I was like cut lean. Like I was always muscular, but I started to like, almost like shred up. Yeah. And I, you know, I kind of saw that and was like, Oh wow, this feels good. Now I was performing and all that, but I started to get more tired a little bit. I didn't have enough energy and come to find out and we can talk more in depth in other in up episodes but the following year like when i had got lean like i was like 11% body fat mm. when i went in the the pro league started back up in the united states i ended up breaking several bones i didn't have enough of that nutrient because i was so like oh i'm looking good and i'm st- still muscular but super lean too lean and i think it's important mm. to to really stress like our bodies help us perform. We talk about performance and to perform our bodies can do incredible things, amazing mm-hmm. things. And when we get so caught up in what we look like, what do people think about, um, it hinders our performance. Yeah. Because we'll, we'll do things that we shouldn't do, or we won't do things that we should, you know? Yeah. And Yeah. I mean, or we'll, you know, you see it, we'll flaunt our bodies and look for attention because of how they look, or we'll hide our bodies, um, out of shame. Right. And again, virtue or the right path is always kind of in the middle, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, so finding that balance, you know, our bodies are amazing. I mean, they're, they're amazing. Like, do you ever see somebody like, I don't know, just score an amazing goal or, um, you know, I, I, I row now and there's like such a beauty to the sport, like what you do with your body to propel the boat forward. It's like stunning. I mean, the body is incredible. What we can do with our bodies is incredible and we should praise that. Um, but I think sometimes we look at our bodies as like a tool, right? Like, okay, if I w- lift this amount of weight and eat this many calories and sleep this much, then I'm going to, I'm going to thrive. And Um, that actually creates like a disassociation with our bodies and in who we are, because we just view it as something to manipulate. Yeah. And obviously it's important to eat the right food, get sleep and all that, which obviously Mm -hmm. we all know this, but with that, if we are too caught up in, you know, what we're looking like, what are we focused on? Like, really our sport because we love to compete. We want to play, or are we too concerned about how I look when I play? I mean, you are beautiful. You don't have to look a certain way to perform a certain way. Yes. There are certain sports. You could, like you said, you can look at a soccer player. Oh, the legs, the soccer thoughts, the calves, like you're a soccer player or you're a 
volleyball player or your height player and, and all of this, but there's beauty in all of that. And mm-hmm. if we get too caught up in thinking like, I'm not supposed to look this way or even in your own sport, if there are people that look different than you don't, we don't have to look like someone else. We want to be able to perform, to honor our bodies and mm-hmm. perform in the best way that we can based on how we, yeah, how we've prepared ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, six feet is an abnormally tall soccer player, you know? And it's funny. Cause as you were talking, I always get, well, you must've played volleyball. Well, you must've played basketball. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of judgment. And I, I mean, I love, I used to not like being tall until I met some volleyball players in college who would wear stilettos. And they were like, girl, you got to flaunt your height. And I was like, I do. Like, I love the fact that I'm six feet tall, but it's funny because people will, will, will judge, you know, and it's, it's so funny because I met somebody and they were, you know, also tall. And they're like, when people ask me that, I just go, if they're short, they'd be like, oh, you must've played mini golf. <laughs> yeah. I've only used it once. I like feel bad. I'm like, I'm just kidding. But, um, but there's a, yeah, there, we come in all shapes and sizes and as athletes we do as well. And I mean, you made the point, we are more than our own view of our body. Like we're beautiful. When I Sam, like, I, I even can catch myself now because being strong. I mean, like I said, I love being strong and muscular, but when I started to hang around, even like off the field around people who were just more petite and just like fit into clothes that I'm like, man, I, duh, I can't wear that. But I started to compare myself too much mm-hmm. to, I need to look away. And I have to remind myself like, no, like this body can do amazing things. This body is a gift. This body is beautiful. And I different, like my calling, my skills, my gifts are different than this person. So if we're trying to look a certain way or what, and we'll go into this another time, what the world and what social media shows, how mm-hmm. we are to look as an athlete, then it takes away from just the gift and the beauty that we are. Yeah. And, and I mean, this is written literally right in the first book of scripture. So in, in Genesis, which is the first book of the Bible, God creates the world. Okay. So he creates, he spends six days creating the world. Um, so he creates I mean, the sun and the moon and the stars and the ocean and, you know, Brits out in Colorado, the Rocky Mountains and all of these incredible, amazing things. Golden retriever puppies. I just got a golden retriever puppy, little birdie. She's sitting at my feet sleeping right now. Cutest. She's 12 weeks old. Okay. He created golden retriever puppies, like as cute as they are. Right. And after he created all of these things, these wonders, what does he say? Behold, it is good. And then he saves the best for last. He creates man and woman and he creates woman second. So it's, you know, best for last, (laughs) but he creates man and woman. He creates the human body. And what does he say? Behold, it is very good. Very good. And that little very, that shows that our bodies are more beautiful are more sacred are like more worthy and higher in worth because we are made in God's image and likeness than, I mean, the most beautiful sunset you've ever seen. Then like your space, like where do you go to seek beauty? The most beautiful flower you've ever held. Like our bodies are, are sacred and they're good. 
And we don't talk about that. We don't think that there is that spiritual body tie, but literally your body is how you look at your soul. Like Mm. it's stunning. And we are, like you said, we are literally the pinnacle of creation. And oftentimes, yeah, looking at the mountains, looking at sunsets, I was sitting there and I I was talking to someone the other day and, and just about how beautiful, how we look at this with awe and Mm -hmm. beauty. And we just like the goodness and wow, God, like, look what you created. Look at Mm -hmm. how you painted this sunset today. If you've stood above the mountains or even there's beauty in the, in the flatlands driving back to Illinois, (laughs) (laughs) everywhere across the Midwest, but there is, there truly is. I see that as so beautiful and to see beauty in all of that. And then when you truly, when you go back and read scripture, and behold, it was very good. I mean, we are the pinnacle and part of, you know, was handcrafted by God. Yeah. Like he picked us out. He knit us in our mother's womb. Like that is something to just rest in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's so profound. And I mean, it, and it's like the, the artist's heart. Britt was just visiting actually. And we went to the Philadelphia art museum. We went on a little beauty quest. It was just amazing. Yeah. It's one of my favorite. Anybody ever comes to Philadelphia, come to Philadelphia and I will bring you to the Philly art museum. It's sweet. It's just stunning. It's just, you a, run up the Rocky steps. Yes. Britain <laughs> did run up the Rocky steps, she crushed it. Uh, maybe we'll post a little video on Instagram of that. But, um, you know, it's like when you, when you look at a, a piece of art, right? Like it's, it says something about the artist. Like what, what is the artist desiring to share? They pour them, their full selves into this. Their heart is literally on display for the world to see. And it's like, well, each of us are God's creation, the height of his creation. You know, like God's art, artistry, his creativity is, is revealed through us. And, and do we look at others that way, right? And it's so cool because as athletes, it's like a lot of people look at us that way you know, because we can do crazy, amazing things with our bodies. Um, but do we first and foremost see ourselves as beautiful? And then do we turn around and are we in awe of, of those around us and their differences because they, yeah, they're another like image of, of God's creativity. And I think one thing that struck me a couple of weeks ago, and it's been sitting in my heart um, when we view ourselves in a certain way. And this can go to anything in life. Um, but if we are made in the image and likeness of God, and we are his beautiful creation, when we are looking at ourselves and seeing less than, and we are, you know, shaming ourselves or comparing, and then really like, who are we? Like, if God is the artist and has put this masterpiece together, are we saying, God, you didn't do good enough? Mm. Like that struck me. And that I was like, Ooh, <laughs> no, I love my body. <laughs> yeah. He makes no mistakes. We're not random. We are designed and we're designed as athletic. Like that's a gift. Oh, such a gift. It, when you start to see like everything that you're doing and everything that God has prepared in you and even your circumstances and everything that's happening, like I love competing, being an athlete. Like God gave me this body to do that. 
the desires of my heart. Yeah. Other people, you know, their bodies are created to do what God's planted the desire in their heart to do. Yeah. And I think that that is so special and something that we shouldn't forget and realize like, wow, like yeah, I love to compete and my body's going to get me there to do that. Yeah. And be grateful, be mm-hmm. grateful for that. Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd love to offer a takeaway, you know, like, ooh, again, we offer these takeaways, we offer these practicals, these exercises because, okay, you're hearing this, but you might be sitting there and just being like, yeah, but I really, it's hard. Like, I don't think I'm beautiful. I don't see myself like that. And we're all on the journey. Gosh, we are all on this journey. I'm still there. Uh, still growing in this. And I think will be forever. But this is something that's been super, super helpful for me um, and just growing to love my body more. So it's called the body scan and we'll include instructions in the show notes as well. But this is what I want you to do is I want you to go somewhere quiet, whether that's in your room or to a chapel or I mean, go sit in the bleacher stadium, you know, on the bleachers in the stadium, go somewhere quiet where you just feel peace. Uh, the pool deck, you know, like wherever it is. And I want you to close your eyes and I want you to be really honest with this. I want you to go from the top of your head, start with your hair, then your forehead, your eyebrows, eyes, ears, nose, all the way down to the tips of your toes, every single body part. And I want you to ask yourself with each body part, do I like this part of me? Do I like my hair? Do I like my forehead? Do I like my eyebrows? and be, be honest. And it's, it's a brutal, brutal self-inventory. I mean, I think the first time I did it, I critiqued probably 80% of my body. My little like pig nose used to get made fun of for, I mean, I love my nose now, but you know, or like my soccer thighs or, I mean, I've done a lot of squats for my butt and I do like my butt. Just going (laughs) to say it. I'm going to claim it, but about 80% of my body I critiqued, but I don't want you to stop there. That's the starting point, right? Then what I want you to do is to do it again. And this time I want you to picture God, the father, Abe Lincoln style, like I said last week, or, um, Jesus and how he looks at you, this kind face, um, or go to the chapel, um, go into adoration, whatever you want to do. And I want you to ask him what he thinks about your body, body part by body part. So Jesus, do you love my hair? Do you love my forehead? Do you love my eyebrows? Do you love my eyes? And hear what he says to you. Because remember, he created you. And so his answer with every question is going to be yes. Yes, I love your frizzy hair. Yes, I love the fact that you're six feet tall, Samantha. Yes, I, I mean, the first time I did this, he's like, yes, I love your love handles. And I was like, thanks. And just realize too, like there's no shameful or dirty body part. I mean, I know that we can have so much shame surrounding certain parts of our body. Um, everything was designed beautifully and with a purpose. And so, um, by doing this, by doing this body scan, you know, I've grown where I'll do it now. And I critique maybe 20% of my body because what I've done And that's a long way from 80%. What I've done is I've started to listen to what the Lord says about me and internalize that so that I can see myself, like you said before, not critique him as an artist, but see myself as beautiful. Yeah. And, and I think it's important to, 
Sam, I, for, I love that. I, the first time I heard that I was listening to you on a conference doing that and, and in and yeah, teaked a lot. And I thought about all the things and, and comparison a lot of times is the biggest thing, but I think we can invite others into this. And I think in doing this, you're going to start to see how other people talk about themselves and how we can speak truth into their lives. Mm -hmm. I had a roommate and, you know, I'd gone up and down and weight injuries, all this stuff. And so I was just in a state where I wasn't, I was like, oh, I was overeating or I ate this. I shouldn't have. And just like feeling shame and and guilt. And she goes, but was it good? And I was like, well, yeah, I mean, I just, I shouldn't have, but was it good? Yeah. Good. And it didn't say like, okay, yeah, go on and eat a whole cake. Uh, You know, (laughs) but it was just like, don't, if we attach all this shame and all of this and, and, and the ideal thing was like, or not the ideal, but the I was like, oh, I shouldn't have eaten that because look at how I look. And she just, the way that she just kindly spoke into it, was it good? She goes, Britt, I think you're beautiful. Mm-hmm. And the lies in my head that I was believing, someone spoke truth. Jen spoke truth into my heart, into my life. But with that, I had a conviction because mm-hmm. I started to see like, wow, and and like, she's been working on things. Maybe she has insecurities that I don't know about. And every time I speak and I put myself down and I am worried about how I look or the Mm -hmm. wrinkles on my face or all of this, that like when I speak, then that gives other women, our mom, our daughters, our, our friends, our sisters that then says, Oh, well, she says I'm beautiful, but then she critiques herself. And she's like, Oh, I'm so, you know, my love, my love handles, my, all this, I'm fat. Then what is that actually saying? And so when she shared that with me, just loved on me the way she was, is she also didn't speak poorly about her body. Mm-hmm. And that's something that maybe she's struggled with, but she was working on it and it made an impact on my life. So when we are going and saying, you are beautiful. If we turn around and say about my, about our (laughs) own bodies, what is that other person really seeing? She says I'm beautiful, but she doesn't actually believe it because she doesn't believe it about herself. Mm. And so that's just changing. And I I read this book, it's called this too shall last. I forget the author, but there was, there was a, um, a exercise in there that Mm. she had either looked in the mirror, which I will do. And it was just this pause. It was just like really entering in what you said about the body scan. Let the Lord tell you, let God tell you like how he sees you. And and it's this phrase, this body is loved by God. Mm. This body is loved by God. And when we start to go through this shame and this comparison and all of this stuff that's doing nothing to serve us, but bring us down. If we speak truth, if we breathe in that moment, if we do that body scan, and then we practice that love on others, you are inviting others to actually believe this truth the way God sees them. Mm. And so I think it's important that not only do we say that about ourselves and, and, and compliment others and invite them into that, but really be mindful of 
how you're speaking about yourself, because people will pick up on that, whether your mom, your sister, someone's just shaming is I need to, maybe I should say something. No, you are beautiful and change, just change the conversation. Mm-hmm. No, and not I change love- the conversation, but speak truth into the conversation. Yeah. I love it because it, it, like negativity feeds negativity, mm-hmm. you know, like you get in a group and everybody's self-critiquing it just becomes this like culture and we can so easily turn that around one person. If you're on a team and it's constant self-critique one person by first and foremost, working on yourself, doing the body skin, doing that breathing exercise, man, when you were saying that, like look in the mirror and do this breathing, this body is loved by God. I was thinking, how often do we focus on our breathing when we're running or we're working out? Like, I want to do that when I'm running and my body hurts. Like mm. this body is loved by God, you know, like embracing that first and foremost, we need to work on ourselves, but then the fruit of that is sharing it. And that's actually going to help us too. is, is complimenting others and their beauty and, and taking others compliments of our own beauty. So mm. I'm excited. I'm going to start doing some of this even more too. Yeah. Same. Cool. And that's the beauty of this. Like we all grow so much um, when we enter into this, if we stay in our heads and, and we just do this by ourselves, shame and comparison will take us down a very dark path and we don't need to go there. So we need Mm -hmm. the community to do this. And that's why as we continue to walk through this journey, continue to, to post and um, I am more than use that hashtag. Yeah. And we'll be reposting that. We'll be sharing those posts on our story um, because this is this, you are more than series is, is more like a movement. It's a community forming. Um, and we want you to be a part of it. We want you to know that you're not alone. So invite others to join you uh, with that hashtag. I am more than, and ultimately remember that you are more than your view of your body. You are beautiful. So thank you so much for listening today. Again, please um, give us some feedback. Give us other topics that you would love to hear about. Either message us on social media, email us at info at fierceathlete.org. If you want to talk about something individually with either of us, we're here for you. Or if you think, you know, you have a topic in mind that you think others could, could learn from. Um, We ask for your feedback on that. Please leave us a review. Please share this podcast. And again, our work here at Fierce Athlete uh, is um, founded on a nonprofit organization. So we are sustained by the generosity of our listeners and our participants. So if you feel called, um, please visit fierceathlete.org to make a donation. Uh, We would love some some monthly support so that we we can keep this going. All right, everyone. God bless you. We are praying for you. We are in this with you. Stay fierce. Play fierce. Pray fierce. Live fierce.